Welcome back to the Psychology Digest. As part of an enlightening podcast network, we're here to ignite your curiosity and inspire continuous learning. Join us as we explore the vast universe of psychology, unveiling a new hand-picked, bite-sized gem of journalism in each episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed available on iPhone and Android. In today's episode, we will be exploring the fascinating world of trading psychology. Our featured article, Psychological Levels in Trading, Using Psychology for Finding Levels by Sophie and Kabar, delves into the importance of understanding the psychological factors that influence trading decisions and how traders can use this knowledge to identify key levels in the market. Whether you're a seasoned trader or just starting out, this episode is sure to provide valuable insights into the role of psychology in trading. So without further ado, let's dive in! Psychological Levels in Trading Creating a Strategy Based on Psychological Levels Written and read by Sofian Kabar Psychological levels form an important part in any analysis. The reason for this is because mentally they are given more attention than other levels. For instance, which price would you retain more in your mind if you come across it? 115 on the euro dollar or 132.75 on the cable? Clearly, round numbers are the first part of any psychological price. The other part is simply significance. For example, the par value or par level, such as 1 on dollar Swiss or 100 on dollar yen, is considered a par level. The basic idea is that around these levels, the market participants may choose to place their orders. Hence, a form of reaction may happen. Remember, a support level is an area from where we believe the demand will be greater than supply, and thus a push-up is more likely. Whereas a resistance level is an area where we believe the supply will be greater than demand, and thus a push-down is more likely. Generally, with currency pairs, we have to round the quotes to four decimals, with the exception of a few pairs that contain the yen, or other more exotic pairs that are better rounded to two decimals, such as the dollar czar and the dollar BRL. We do this to have more frequent signals, as nowadays, for precision purposes, dealers quote the major FX pairs with more decimals, which can harshly lower the frequency of signals. Let's take an example of a bullish possible signal. Say the market is dropping gradually and reaches the price of $100. Naturally, if we have a pre-established idea that it should rebound and we notice that technical indicators are oversold, then with the addition of the psychological level that is 100, we have a greater conviction in the rise. However, we always need to backtest our strategies before thinking about using them. Similarly, say the market is gradually rising and reaches the price of $200. With the alignment of other technical signals, we can have greater confidence of at least a reaction around $200. Of course, we'll not place our stops at exactly $200, because generally there tends to be some noise around the level. Therefore, we will place it slightly higher. To sum up, psychological levels are a straightforward confirmation technique that is easily incorporated in the decision-making process. There won't be signals all the time stemming from this technique, but it serves as a conviction enhancer for the future. If you enjoyed this, 
You may also like our other podcasts, The Productivity Digest, The Self-Improvement Digest, The Life Digest, and Daily Science News. Stay curious, stay inspired, and thanks for listening.